What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Two Worlds Podcast. I'm Jake, and with me as always is the Kong to my Godzilla. It's Casey. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. What's up with you? Just just amped up and ready to do this episode. Hell yeah, man. Hope I don't <laughs> fucking cough too much. We'll see. That's what mute buttons are for. Yeah. This episode, guys, is brought to you by Vicks Vapo Cool Severe Menthol Oral Antisthetic Max Strength Fast Relief Stew Sore Throat Wintergreen Flavor. They <laughs> taste like shit, but boy, do they do the job. Do code Two Worlds Podcast to check out for absolutely nothing off your order. Yeah. Go up to Walmart, go to Walmart and say, Two Worlds Podcast sent me. And then put it next to the you know self-checkout because you're not going to a real person. Just keep yelling that until the helper comes over and just like it's 580. And then you go, <laughs> No, no, two worlds podcast, two worlds podcast. And sooner or later they'll feel uncomfortable enough to give you at least like five percent off. Absolutely, they will. Trust us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so you had something you wanted to mention before we do the the Mad Lib, so go for it. Yeah, normally this would be the YouTube, baby, but <laughs> the short episode this week. But I had a big Godzilla weekend. Uh, I saw Minus One, which is a new Godzilla movie by Toho. It's very, very good. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to spoil it because old Jakey Poo wants to see it still. But it's... Really close, I'd say, to being uh, like a remake, basically, of 54. And it's still really good, if that tells you. you Because 54 is kind of like an untouchable movie. And this one does it really well. Just does things, like I said, very, very good. The special effects are great. And they do it all with like a $10 million budget, which is like when you watch the movie, you're like, what the hell? Why are Marvel movies so expensive? Why is Avatar <laughs> so expensive? But yeah, I mean, stuff looks great. The story itself was really good. There's certain things me and Nick saw, me and my brother saw it, and certain things where it's like, oh yeah, this is obviously going to happen. And there's no sense that happens. Like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. You know, which is like, that's fine. Like, it's kind of like, that's like the one knock I give it though. If I'm going to give it anything where it's like stuff's really obvious. And that's exactly what happens. But it's like, I think I'd also be annoyed if they're like, nah, we you thought that's what was going to happen. But really, he gave birth to a second Godzilla or whatever, you know, like, you're like, oh, well, this is stupid now. So it is what it is. But yeah, it's really, really good. For the most part, the acting is really good, except for like the little kid, because it's like just a little kid. And every once in a while, she'll cry out of nowhere. And you're like, that was kind of seemed a little silly at this point, you know, at this part, like that's like one part where I'm like, I was like, uh, but for the most part, it was really, really good. And then I, I'm all caught up on the Monarch show and that's a lot of fun too. I mean, the, like my, I, my sister had watched it before me. She watched the first two episodes and I asked her what she thought. And I kind of agree with her to a lesser extent. Cause she's like, I like it, but Wyatt Russell plays Kurt Russell younger in it, you know? And, I just don't like him very much. And I like Wyatt Russell, like in this, like as I was watching it, because I'd never seen him in anything really before this. And I enjoy him in this, but as soon as Kurt Russell appears, there is such a difference between the two. It's like why it's cool, but Kurt Russell's like he has like just this like super charisma that you can't teach, that you just you're just born as Kurt Russell and you have this fucking charisma. 
And so like then it cuts back to Wyatt doing stuff and you're like, oh yeah, you're you're not your dad, bud. You're not quite there yet. <laughs> but other than that, I think like all of it's pretty cool. It does a lot of world building within the, you know, that Godzilla universe stuff. And it's a lot of fun. And there's there's one funny part when uh they break Kurt Russell out of his like retirement home prison and he gets in the car and he's like, where's the key? And like, where's the key going? They're like, it's push the star. He's like, what's that mean? And so then they're like, just put your foot on the brake. And they press the button really quick for him. That's funny. I really need to watch it. I, like I told you off air, I just kind of forget by the time yeah. it's a good time for me to watch a show. But I really do want to. I mean, hell, you might you might enjoy it more when you get a binge it, too, instead of having to wait. Because like now I'm like, I got caught up to it. Now I'm just like, maybe I'll rewatch some. <laughs> <laughs> how many is it going to be i i want to say it's 13 wow that's that's longer than i thought i mean it's gonna be 13 or 8 that seems to be like the going number so it's one of the two you know i see i would have guessed 10 so who oh, knows? really yep okay well put 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 your bets in everybody before you check is it 13 8 or 10 and they're like it's 52 you winner gets a uh a signed signed copy of the monarch dvd steel case from casey i don't have one of those <laughs> yet i mean i probably I, I doubt apple would make one of those <laughs> well then you don't have to worry about it oh okay <laughs> all right shall we do the mad lib let's do the mad lib now, guys, these do tend to get a little raunchy, and I know we don't always do them on the normal episodes. So if you, you know, if a raunchy Mad Lib's not your thing, then check the timestamps for uh, the next segment. And hey, I'll try to try to keep it, keep it nice and vapo cool for you. <laughs> All right. This one is a Scooby-Doo Mad Lib. Oh, nice. And it's called a packing list for your journey. Hmm. So start us off with a plural noun. Um, jizz. Yeah, I was like, please start off with something filthy. <laughs> noun. Red rocket. That was what I wanted to start <laughs> off with, but I was like, I don't know if that can be plural. Plural noun. Um, Jeeps. The same plural noun. That's what it says. Okay. Jeeps. Jeeps again. Adjective. Uh, stinky. That's the only one you get. Damn it. I guess Adjective. I will say stinky again. <laughs> Smelly. No. Damn it. Big. Adjective. Horrendous. I really wish now I would have started with like a prostitute as my my main thing. So I could have been like <laughs> horrible, horrific, <laughs> horticulturist. <laughs> that was a wise kids you know sketch. I don't know if you remember that one. I don't remember that one. A pimp was at the hospital and he's like, Oh, this is horrific. <laughs> it's horrible. She was going to school to be a Horticulture. <laughs> a noun. Um, prostitute. 
a noun. Uh, soda. Adverb. Quickly. Verb. Mm. Jump. <laughs> Verb. Fuck. Person. Jake. I knew it. Okay, another adjective. Uh, Billy. Um, let's go scrawny. Burb. Whacking it. Adjective. Oh, I had a good one just a little bit ago in my brain, but I forgot. I said scrawny and I was thinking of something else that would have been funny um, I don't know scary plural noun balls okay a packing list for your journey if you're going to head out on the road for a life of mystery and jizz you'll definitely need a few things. First, you'll need a magnifying red rocket. You can't find tiny jeeps unless you can see tiny jeeps. <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay. <laughs> it's like, who's fucking making this list? Yeah. <laughs> Did Shaggy's just taking a huge rip off a of bong? He's like, tiny jeeps. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you can't find clues unless you can find clues. Like, that doesn't make sense with anything. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Second, you'll need bell-bottom jeans. All sleuths need to look stinky. And there's no better way than wearing big pants that flare out. That's what I think, too. And I see someone with bell-bottoms, like, they fucking smell so bad. <laughs> Ew, dirty hippies. You'll also need a horrendous gas can. <laughs> the mystery machine is always running out of prostitutes, so you'll need a soda to quickly fill up. No detective can jump without a box of Scooby Snacks. How else will... <laughs> Dude, every time I think I can do it, I can't. <laughs> How else will you fuck Scooby or Jake? If you don't offer them scrawny treats all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's how we became friends. <sighs> so gear up and get ready to whack it. A life full of mystery and scary balls awaits you. There you go. So what's your favorite scrawny treat? <laughs> that dick. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. We're not. We shouldn't be this filthy. I'm so sorry. Folks. Yeah. Yeah, your your mom will and my mom both repost this on Facebook. All of the church yeah. friends see this and they're yeah. like, oh, we aren't <laughs> listening to this this week. Gosh, I really I really hope that none of them do. That would be absolutely horrendous. I hope our I hope the the pastor does. I think that'd be funny. See, I would just feel bad for my mom. Yeah. 
They're like, we're going to pray extra hard for your kids. <laughs> All right. On to the normal stuff of the episode. We've got Monday Night Football. Tonight, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go Cincinnati all day, baby. Ah, Jacksonville. Fuck the Jags. No way. Love me some Jags. Second favorite team, baby. Oh, man, I can't stand them. Because they're owned by a second favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought your second favorite team was the Orioles. I know it's not it's baseball. I'm just being <laughs> funny. What were you saying about who owns what? Because uh, I think the Jacksonville Jags is owned by a uh, old Khan Tony Khan. Uh, I think like him and his dad own it. The guy that runs AEW and he runs it so poorly. AEW so poorly. So I'm like Jacksonville's got to be a terrible team. It is owned by. Shahid Khan? Yeah. His son's Tony, and Tony is the guy that, like, it's basically just like, you know when there's, like, a rich kid, and he buys, like, all of the toys? And he's like, oh, this is my this is my federation. I'm just buying up all the toys, and then I make them fight, and then I don't actually do anything good with them. And you're like, and like, you're like oh, this is why people aren't watching as much anymore. Okay. <laughs> like, you're really bad at your job, bud. Well, Back to football. The Jags are actually doing pretty well this year. Oh, okay. They got a. Let me look. They got an eight and three record. Oh, damn! But you know what eats Jaguars? Bengal Tigers, baby. Well, here's the thing, though. Old Joey Burrs is out for the season. Oh, damn! Yeah. See, he's he's supposed to be pretty good, though, right? He's pretty good. Yeah. I mean. Remember, yeah, people were hyping him up when he like posted pictures of him smoking a cigar. People were like, "Oh, he's he's going so hard." I'm like, "Don't sexualize him, guys. Come on." Yeah, just let the man enjoy a cigar. Yeah, who cares? He's doing it with you know. He's just down in it. Like, there's barely any tips sticking out. Like, who cares, guys? Stop being weird. <laughs> we'll I just want to see one person, like one of these bad small players, like instead of doing like the. I'm smoking to look cool, like they do, like the old comedy bit, like they're wearing like a like a bowler, like you know, like doing that, like after they win. I think that'd be hilarious. Maybe this week is the week. Well, I mean, maybe if uh, the Bucks go all the way, you get like Giannis doing like the the oh I'm so cool one, and then like Robin Lopez behind him with the bowler hat. I can see him doing that. Absolutely, I can see him wearing one. Unironically. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, trivia. All right. Oh, yeah. Tonight, we've got some special trivia where Casey and I both have the questions that we're going to ask one another. We can go back and forth. All right. Mine is from What Culture? It's DC Comics Quiz. How well do you know the DC Universe? I think it's going to be pretty easy. So, question one, Jake. Who paralyzed Barbara Gordon? I'm going to go with the Joker. Okay, you don't want me to read the, the choices? 
<laughs> I don't think I need it. Okay. There. Okay. And I've still got the two questions per card, so right. we'll, I'll I'll go through both of them. What is the name of the force that gives the Silver Surfer his abilities? What is that? Oh, I should know this. Um, you definitely should know this. Yeah, is there choices? Because I know I'll know for sure if I hear it. Okay, then it's the Power Cosmic. It is the Power yeah, Cosmic. It just took a little bit. <laughs> Um, and then Jason Mackendale and Stephen Mark Levins were the first two men to assume the mantle of what Halloween themed villain? Oh, okay. I gave it away. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Jack-o'-lantern. It is Jack-o'-lantern. I should have let that percolate a little bit too. My bad guys. Okay. Where does Barry Allen keep his flash costume? Inside a ring, inside his shoe, under his clothes, in his backpack, in his ass. It's in a ring. Oh. It doesn't tell me if these are right or not, even though like I, I know they are so far. But what supervillain is not a member of the Suicide Squad? Deadshot. Harley Quinn. The Joker. Rick Flagg Jr. Yes. All right, next. What member of the Guardians of the Galaxy helps Thanos defeat the Beyonder? I have no clue. Well, you know members of the Guardians, so throw one Is out it, there. Well, it's like... The Guardians I read, they never messed with the Beyonder, so I'm assuming that's the earlier Guardians, correct? No. Oh, did, okay, so I just didn't read these ones. Okay. So then I'm going to go Gamora. Incorrect. Moondragon? Nope. Okay, which one? Star-Lord. Ah, oh, that little bitch. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the second question... True or false? A battle between Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus leads to the tragic death of Gwen Stacy. False. False. Who is it? Oh, it's Captain... Captain Stacy. I don't remember his first name. Captain Old Man Stacy. No, you're wrong. It's not Doc Ock. It's what villain leads to the death of Gwen Stacy. Oh, sorry, sorry. My bad. Misunderstood you. It was Green Goblin. Yes, that is correct. I was, yeah. Oh, wait. What weapon, besides his mind, does Lex Luthor traditionally wield? Would it be a kryptonite sword? A war suit? His guitar to do tasty licks with? Or laser gun? I believe it's a war suit. That's that's what I was thinking too. The oh, what the hell? See, this is why I hate what culture. Oh, okay, there we go. The DC Comics logo stands for. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to hear the choices? I mean, I know you know the answer. I mean, just for the sake of of hearing them, sure. Let Let's do it. Doorknob Comics, Doorbell Comics. 
Detective Comics, Dragon Ball Comics. <laughs> Is it door not? It's Detective Comics. That's what really annoys me. It's like, ah, uh, we got these DC comics here. Ah, uh, the DC comic, the co- Detective Comic comics. Yep. They they didn't think that one through, but also nope. I'm glad they didn't change it from Detective. Yeah. All right. Final two questions. All right. True or false? Mr. Immortal led a team known as the Great Lakes Avengers. True. It is true. And the last question. Multiple choice if you need it. What Avenger foe? created the vision to fight the team before vision eventually joined with them ultron it is ultron nicely done man thank you sir what is the name of the first robin (laughs) dick grayson yes sir before she joined the suicide squad what was harley quinn's original profession she was a psychiatrist at Arkham Asylum. Yes, sir. See, like, before she joined the Suicide Squad, though, her profession was bad Harley guy Quinn and the Joker. Joker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't really work. It's not like they're like, hey, we're revoking your license to practice medicine, girl. But uh, who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne? Uh, Joe Chill. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm I'm doing a very poor job of waiting a few seconds. That's okay. I do I do too, man. Which one of these is not a DC comic character? Deathstroke, the Joker, Deadpool, or Harley Quinn? <laughs> oh man, that is a tricky one. Is it Deadpool? We'll find out. It'd be funny if like this doesn't actually show you the answers. It's just like, ah, you finished the quiz. Good job. <laughs> From which material is Batman's costume made? Would it be Kevlar titanium, Kevlar gold, titanium and steel, carbon fiber slash gold? My guess is the first one. Mine too. I love the thought of him doing like, no, I wanted gold. Yeah. You scored a hundred. Hey. (laughs) I knew we had it in us. That's not the only thing we have in us. Heyo. Being silly? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. On to the news. Yeah, man. Okay, so I'll just start because I don't know. We got a lot of trailer news, so we'll talk about that, but my shit's not really that important. But uh Boys is getting a Spanish language language spin-off. So that's interesting, I guess. It's always gonna be produced by Amazon still and stuff, but I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard much else about it besides that, but it's like do we need it? Do we need a whole boys universe, really? <laughs> Until it stops making money, they do. Yeah. Cause it's like I had no interest in the the other spin-off show that they made, so I don't know about this one either. You know, I hear it's pretty good. I do too. But at the same time, I'm like this universe is just such a fitty place i don't really know if i want to spend more time in it like it's fun but i don't know if i want to spend more time in that dirtbag universe 
I know. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> what about you, though? Like, are you because I know you didn't watch the and you're not even caught up on the old boy verse, but <clears throat> are you like, give me this, give me some more boys? Like, if they're if they are Mexican, if they're you know Spanish boys, like the Spanish young boys that I can watch, is that what you're wanting? <laughs> no, not really. Oh, um, okay. You know, it's like he said, it's it's kind of a fucking bummer to watch that show, and mm-hmm. I I really, even if I have to sit and binge the season afterwards, I'm like, man, I need a break. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's like, and it, it that that show for me hinges on. How good old, uh, you know, Anthony Starr, uh, Bones, and uh, Dennis Quaid's kid is. Mm. It's like, it's because they're they're great and the rest of the cast is great. It's not so much like, I really need more of this stuff. It's just like, yeah, I like the, I like the actors. Yeah, same. The cast is great. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where like, it's doing well for them and they're like shit mm-hmm. we gotta pump it out while everyone's still talking about it so we gotta disneyfy this stuff and just milk it for all it's worth yeah all right um so sonic 3 the movie has begun filming uh and will release in 2024 this, this was strange at like all the news sites were like Spoiler alert, Shadow the Hedgehog teased. It's like, yeah, he was the post credit scene at the end of Sonic 2. I don't know why everyone's acting like that's a surprise. We all knew this yeah. already. Yeah. Um, but the tease is just from the studio themselves, and it just shows Shadow's uh, shoes. I don't know if you saw it, but... Uh, I did. It's like, yeah, it looks cool. It looks just like his shoes from Sonic Adventure 2. Um, but yeah. I'm excited, man. The only thing is, like, I really want to know who's going to voice Shadow. I thought that was announced, too. If it was, I missed it. Because I thought it was someone, and I was like, maybe I maybe I just had, a, like, a fever dream about it. I'll Google it really quick. Okay. Um, I mean, not that it matters, because, you know, we had thoughts about, you know, it, uh, Idris Elba as Knuckles, and, oh, what's his name is Sonic. But Benny Schwaz. Yeah, Benny Schwaz, but all that turned out well. So, you know, it's whatever. My one thing, because like what I remember seeing, and like I said, this could have been just a hundred percent like my brain making something up via lack of sleep, but it was someone that was like completely nothing like Ben Schwartz. I think it has to be someone similar to Ben Schwartz in voice. Like you can't get Idris Elba, you know, like I'm not I'm just tossing it out there because he's completely opposite of the of Ben Schwartz as Shadow. Like, you have to get someone that's like, you know, like a graspier Benny Schwa. Get Ben Schwa twice, you know, basically. Well, okay, so they got they got the voice actor for Tails to do Tails. I think they should do the same for for Shadow. I, I like the voice it, actor. Should have done that for all of them. I agree. I agree. But yeah, no, I mean, that would be great. Or, I mean, just, I'm trying to think of, like, funny, like, good voice actors out there because like there's plenty of solid enough voice actors or just regular actors that are good but 
that are similar enough to Sonic. That's the that's the big thing. You can't be like, yeah, we're gonna get uh, the Rock. Yeah, the Rock or uh, fucking Chris Darth Pratt. Vader. Oh, dude, Chris Pratt would be perfect. I know. He's voicing everybody right now. I know. Garfield, even. Mm-hmm. Did you see that trailer? No. Oh, dude, it looks like. How bad do you think it would be? A Garfield and new Garfield animated movie. It doesn't have to be, you know, even the fact that Chris Pratt's in it. Because I don't think Chris Pratt's that bad. Honestly, like new... I, don't, I don't think it would be bad, if I'm being honest. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I'm not a Garfield fan at all. So, to me, I was expecting, oh, this will be bad. And I watched the trailer, I'm like, hm, boy, Casey, you're batting a thousand. This was really bad. <laughs> really? Yeah. What's hilarious, though, is Samuel Jackson plays Garfield's dad. And I'm like, I would just watch a movie where wait, like Pratt... Sam Jackson voicing a character yes. or it's Sam. Jackson? Oh, dude, that'd be so good. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, like, how funny would it be if they made a movie where Samuel Jackson was Chris Pratt's dad, like long lost dad? Yeah. And like they go on an adventure together. I would fucking I would be first in line at the movie theater. I'd be the only one in line because they'd be like, <laughs> you don't need to wait in line. You have Fandango now. Yeah, I uh, I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah, like it, there, there was a, there was a like a 3D animated Garfield show on when we were younger. I don't think it was high school even, but I remember liking that show quite a bit. Yeah. But that's like the last Garfield thing that I have ever seen. My so my nephew got really for some reason is like because I think it's like a joke among youngsters now, and I'm too old to understand where they like Garfield, and he really got into Garfield cart, which is a game on steam that you can download. And he plays the shit out of that. And I'm like, I don't get it, bud. I don't get it at all. (laughs) But then like, he loves neon Genesis Evangelion, that shit. And weirdly enough that I don't get, but go on. No, no, this is, you're going to even get this less weirdly enough. They have shirts. Okay. Cause I bought them for him last year where it's Garfield mash with neon Neon Evangelion. <laughs> I got him a few. I gotta look at this. I'm just like, how like how did they just make stuff specifically for you, bud? Like, I don't get this. <laughs> yeah, because like it was like on T Public, I think. I bought like a bunch of different random weird, weird ass Garfield related shirts, and there was a couple Evangelion ones, and then there was like one also where it was just like just a weird Garfield meme one. I'm like, yeah, Dom's gonna like this. This is weird as hell, too. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I think we're just too old. Yeah, I I completely agree. Like that's kind of even even when you Google it, the first thing that pops up is Reddit, and someone's like, "What's the connection between Neon Genesis (laughs) and Garfield?" Yeah, I don't know, man, but it's it's a thing. (coughs) Excuse me. Try to get the meat. (laughs) Yeah, I just. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit trying to like okay. dive into this because I I don't get it. Yeah, um, but I'll I'll mention something really quick. We get uh, Logan Star Daphne Keen is going to be a reportedly in Deadpool three. She played X twenty three in the last movie. Should be cool. I mean, they're going to have to recast X twenty three when they actually do like a proper MCU X twenty three because she's just. You know, at this point, probably aged out of it because that movie was like what thirty years ago at this point. Because we're old, but yeah, I mean, we don't understand the the wonders of Garfield, so it's clear it's a 
old ass movie. Right. So Daphne Keen is 18. Okay. So yeah, by the time Deadpool comes out, she'll be, you know, 42 because this movie's going to take forever. And then by the time they start the MCU stuff up, she'll be 87. We'll be dead in the ground. Logan came out in 2017. I thought it was, uh, thought it was before that. Me too. Oh, okay. At this point, who's not showing up in Deadpool 3? Yeah. I mean, if you go by the rumors and then the the confirmed, it's like, oh, yeah, you've been a superhero movie in the past 80 years? (laughs) Boy, (laughs) you're going to be in this one, too. Except for Stanley. Yeah. Now, he might. We don't know. We don't know. They could deep fake him like uh, Flash probably wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. All right. Some comic news. Elijah Wood, actor, DJ, Hobbit, is launching an imprint through Oni Press called High Strangeness. And it's going to focus on paranormal comics. They say that they're trying to rival what Vertigo was in its heyday. And it's going to launch, supposed to launch in 2025. So honestly, I think that's pretty neat. Um, you know, we'll see what comes out. I don't really read too many paranormal comics, but I'm not opposed to it if the team is good. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see. What about you, man? What do you think about all that? I mean, you know me, I <laughs> I love weird shit. So I'm all about it, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I hope that it's not. I hope that it's not Young Animal by Gerard Way 2.0. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Also, yeah. I heard that DC is thinking about bringing back Vertigo, even though they officially canned it. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think DC knows what the hell it's doing either. I don't either. I never wanted Vertigo to go away because I love those comics. Yeah. So I don't know. All right, do you want to talk about the uh, Fallout one first, or do you want to talk yes. about the other? Okay. So we got a trailer for the Fallout show, which is uh, coming out through Prime. Did you watch it? I did before we're, when I was waiting for us to get on. I I gave it a watch. Yeah. Honestly, looks pretty good. I thought, so I wasn't too impressed. I thought it looked way too clean. Like, and that those games were grimy as shit, you know? And like, this is like, this is looks like the very much polished version of that and not the good ways, you know, and Uh, see, I don't I don't know if I agree, because I think the stuff that we see that's clean is like. Like them in their vault that's been closed off to just them for a while, and also the the radiated radiated boy, though, he looked pretty like he looked pretty compared to what they look like in the game. True. Or even like the armor. It's like when they're first introduced and haven't seen any shit yeah. yet. So it's like, I don't know. I think I think we should just wait and see. No, I mean, I do too. I'm, I'm also not the target audience because like I like those games, but I'm not obsessed with them like a lot of the people that play them. But I will say like I think they did too much with the trailers because I remember those game trailers are so much cooler than that because it's it's just the old timey music and then you just see the person and the you know things and then like and, and with this they kind of like show a lot and it's like this is a teaser trailer boys just show the guy in the the cool suit and play the old-timey music and show destruction that's all you need 
That would have got people way more hyped. But I still think it could be really good. I mean, like, there's no part of me that's going like, ah, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to watch it for sure. Yeah. Well, we also got some posters and then a trailer for Godzilla X Kong. What do you think, bud? Dude. That trailer is fucking bonkers. It's so dumb. It's so the, dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and I will be in that theater for it. Yeah, no, it's like I'm gonna be <clears> at the IMAX sitting center stage watching that, but oh my god, it's so dumb. And the trailer is so bad because it's like it starts with the the hand, and I was like, oh, this like because I when I clicked on, it, I'm like, oh, this is a fucking stupid ass like when they would make those fake trailers, you know? And I'm like, ah, oh, it's a Transformers hand because that's what it looked like, and I found out that no, oh, this is real. Yes, yeah. and like you keep watching, like, oh yeah, no, this is. I guess this is real. Holy crap! Yeah, the uh, you know the baby Kong. They they went the Manila route, but with Kong instead. Yeah. Um, he's a little orangutan. He is, but you know the scene that everyone's talking about. It's the one where they're running side by side towards. Whoever the bad guy is. Oh, my- dude, really quick, not to interrupt you, I apologize. Could you take my face, put it on Kong's, your face, put it on Godzilla's? That'd be our uh out artwork for this episode. Yeah, let me make a note yeah. right now. Because I mean, that just seems that just seems too perfect to me. Um my question is I have two questions, and I'm I just don't know if you know. One, what's with the pink on Godzilla? Is it a different kind of breath? Is it because he's down in that, you know, under the earth area? What's going on there? So I don't know. My guess is it's a it's because like you see him at first off in that frozen state. So I'm, you know, I'm assuming he's probably it's like, ah, oh, he went to take a sleep because like in the uh, book things, like the, the way they wrote in like, I don't know the novelization. That's the word I was looking for. They talk about like how the stuff Godzilla was doing between King of the Monsters and the Godzilla versus Kong. He was putting all the other monsters to sleep because the if the Titans are all awake, they're eating up all of the nuclear radiation and shit, and they're gonna be doing all this stuff. So he puts them to sleep so they don't have to. So he might have been in his own sleep, and so he's gonna be more depowered because like otherwise it's like oh yeah this big nuclear lizard's going to easily kill another angry monkey again, you know? Like, so this way it'll have him weaker to make it a fair fight type of thing. That's yeah. my guess, but I really don't know. He looks cool. He, he looks super cool. It's a, it's a good way to sell more toys <laughs> to you. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Question two. What is the infinity gauntlet looking thing that Kong's got on? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's Bumblebee's hand, but that's my first guess. No, I think it's got to be something that like make him punch harder. Yeah, it's going to be something Monarchs made because like. So this is something I don't know if you remember because you probably weren't paying as close of attention as I was, but like early, early on before COVID, when the when the, you know, the Kong uh, Godzilla versus Kong stuff was first come out, they had toy drops that were like oh, these are spoiler toy drops. And there was Godzilla battle armor toy drop. 
And then that never got brought up in the movie again because they did so many fucking reshoots. So I'm assuming this is probably like something that uh, Wingard was like, ah, I'm just going to do it for this one then. But we'll do it with Kong instead. Yeah. That's my, you know, that's, that's, that's my thought. I think that makes sense. Either way, it's stupid and awesome. And I can't wait. I mean, the next one's going to, like, I kind of hope by the next one that they do, it's not another Kong and Godzilla team up. Like, I, I kind of, it's like, ah, it's getting a little bit much. Like, I would prefer just like a separate Kong, separate, you know, Godzilla movie. But if they do keep them together, I hope they get a car in the next one. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. Well, Casey did not get his comics despite me sending them like a week and a half ago. So he's got something planned he's going to talk about. I'll briefly talk about my comics. And, uh, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So the books I read this week, Action Comics 1059. Alan Scott, Green Lantern 2. Savage Red Sonia 2. Conan the Barbarian 5. Moon Knight 29. And Green Arrow 6. So, I'll start off with Alan Scott, Green Lantern number 2. It's written by Timmy Shares with art by... Sion Tormi. Um, it was all right. It was all right. So essentially, Alan checks himself into Arkham Asylum uh, because he's going through a conversion to make himself normal again. Um, and then he meets like a trans person in there who he becomes friends with, and. They get into like a heated argument and then something bad happens to the friend before Alan could essentially make up for the argument. And then all hell breaks loose. Um, (laughs) And I don't really know how else to say it other than that. So, you know, I don't know. This this book isn't what I thought it would be. Yeah. And I, I mean that for like the series in general. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just kind of. I just don't know what's going on quite yet. Because I think it's like very different from the first issue even. So I don't know. I'm interested to hear what you think about it, man. Yeah. Um, Timmy shares tweets something I want to get your opinion on. He's like, I get asked this all the time uh, who I would cast to be Alan Scott in live action. My top two picks, Matt Bomb- uh, Bomber and Murray Bartlett. So I've never seen like Murray Bartlett never i don't know who he is but yeah i guess he's an australian actor and we both have a love for matt bomber so i don't know if you had an opinion on either of them being alan scott or not i, I just know. i had to look up murray bartlett um you know handsome older gentleman i'm sure yeah. he'd make a, a good alan scott you know i love me some matt bomber so if that came out as a as an announcement i would be thrilled my one my one knock i like this other guy i don't have as much like neither of us have as much connection with obviously but with matt i don't think i can like alan scott to me has to be blonde like that's just kind of like a you know 
I don't know if I would like to see Matt blonde. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, that's just weird. Yeah. He's too darn handsome with dark hair. Yeah. The blonde, I don't know if the blonde would work. Agreed. Interesting. I like, I like that tweet from him though, that he, that he shared that. Yeah. Um, I'm probably at like a six and a half on that one. Okay. Moving on. Savage Red Sony number two. Look at look how good this cover is. That is crazy. Cover and writing done by Dan Panosian with art by Alessio Patillo. I hate the art in this book. Yeah. I show I showed you the cover. Here's the interiors, Casey. Yeah. That's what you get. Switch. That's what you get. And I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Story is fine. But then I get this. Oh, yeah. That one's really rough. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe one more issue. The story's really got to pick up. Yeah. I can deal with an okay story if the art's good. I just don't know about this one. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, then we've got Conan the Barbarian number five. It's written by Jim Zub with art by Doug Braithwaite. Um, this one's pretty good. The art art's really good. It's like the opposite. Story is is kind of okay. Essentially, Conan's just like working freelance um for this thief, and Conan sort of goes along with the group to be the muscle. And they break into this palace, and uh, you know, their lock pick guy opens up the little box and uh there's this black like obsidian stone inside etched with these runes that Conan recognizes and it belongs to some like necromancer dude. And Conan's like, we should not be touching this. And the guy's like, no, it's fine. And he picks it up and like a bunch of undead like pop up and that's how it ends. So I guess pretty cool. I think the next issue will be better because it's going to be Conan like decapitating a bunch of zombies and that is fun. Uh, But this one, it was all right. I'm going to give it a seven. It starts off sounding kind of like like a D&D campaign where like one person's played the campaign a lot and the rest of the people are like new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. That's a great comparison. Which I mean, that sounds up your alley in all fairness. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, no. It, I, like I said, it's totally fine. It's yeah. totally fine. All right, next we've got Green Arrow number six. I picked up the Chris Samney variant because look at that. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, I don't like Green Arrow and I even like that. (laughs) Uh, This one is written by Joshua Williamson. And then the art is done by Sean Izoxi, Phil Hester, and Trevor Harrison. And I like this book, man. We finally figure out who... Old man Ollie is from the future. Surprise, it's not really a future Ollie. Um, 
It's shit. Hold on. What's his name? Uh, Merlin. Obviously, it's Merlin. Yeah. But Merlin looks pretty cool. And uh, is still trying to kill Ollie. But finally, Leon and uh, Connor find Ollie in the timeline and save him from getting shot by Merlin. And then they end up back in the real world. And there's like this nice reunion with Black Canary and all that. Then Leon's like, hey, wait a second. Where's my dad at? And it cuts to Roy and Cheshire infiltrating Amanda Waller's like hidden base. I don't really know what they're doing there. But then they get in there and Waller and Peacemaker just like light both of them up with pistols. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah. And they both fall down. And Waller's like, I did not want to be found. And now no one will ever find you. And then it's like to be continued. It's like, damn. But it says to be continued in the hunt for Arsenal. It's like, well, fuck, the first five issues were the hunt for Green Arrow. Now, yeah. now they're hunting down Arsenal. So um, it's fun, though. I like this book. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. It, right on. it might be the pick of the week. Right on. Then we've got Action Comics 1059. It's written by Philip Kennedy Johnson with art by Eddie Barrows and Eber Ferreira. And I won't say too much because I know Casey wants to read it. But, you know, Blue Earth is like replicating Kryptonian powers and giving it to people. And those people are trying to uh, destroy the city, but make it look like the super family's doing it. And then Blue Earth comes in and cleans everything up. And look how great Blue Earth is compared to the Superman family. So, you know, we know what's going on there. What I really liked about this issue, though, and the cover shows it, too, is they give Superman this, like, steel armor and a sword. And he just looks fucking cool in it, man. And he wears it for several pages of the book, too. But, uh, But, yeah, anyway... Some weird stuff happens with one of the twins as well in this. I'm excited to see what happens there. It's a bit of a callback to um, that Superman and the Authority mini series that we read like a year and a half ago. So it's nice to see that kind of come full circle. But then we get a Superman of China story by Gene, uh, Gene Lang which is pretty or Gene Yang, I'm sorry. And art by Victor Bogdanovich. And that's all right too. It's sort of just like Keenan kind of going from being Superman of China to joining Superman and the family. Um but there's some fun stuff with like the Batman of China in there too that I don't know. It's a good time. I think you'll like it, Casey. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that because that's a character I liked, but you know they kind of got their series canceled, so we yeah. we don't get much more of until now. Yeah, agreed. And then the last the last uh, part of the issue is a John Kent story. It's written by Dan Parent with art by Marguerite Savage. Art's really good. This story just wasn't for me. 
it's it's a really big like john and and his partner story and man i just don't care like that's just all there is to it it doesn't help that that the the pink haired dude is just like all of his personality is in his hair yeah yeah for like, sure it's just such a lame character yeah like that's when like when they did that one one issue where it was like the dude with the the leather jacket that was like hitting on john hard it was like oh yeah you have more more chemistry with john than pink haired dude has absolutely has time i liked that character yeah so it's just like it's like yes yeah, it's, it's just not a good it's not good not 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 a well-written character in my opinion yeah and i, I don't think this backup will sway your mind any yeah probably not um but yeah like i said art's good in that and overall i like this issue you know, according to Meatloaf, two out of three ain't bad. So I'm still going to I'm still going to give it probably a nine. I mean, it was definitely one of the better issues that I read this week. And I think you'll like it, too, Casey. Let's know down below if we're wrong. If you think we're wrong about pink haired kid or if you're if you're team. Blaming leather jacket boy. I know. Which I don't know. Minds. Give me that leather jacket. OK, so. Since I didn't get my comics, I... Oh, yeah. I got one, one more. Left. Yep. Oh, yep. sorry, buddy. All good. Moon Knight 29. It's written by Jed McKay with art by Federico Sabatini. This issue was awesome, dude. Um, it's just like each member of Moon Knight's team fighting one member of fucking Black Spectre's team. And the art's fucking good. And I like how everyone interacts with everybody. Uh, Reese gets a really cool uh, moment. That's like Mark's vampire friend that runs the Midnight Mission. She gets uh-huh. a really cool fight against Zodiac. She's just talking all this shit. And then Reese gets to show the the turning into mist move that Blade showed her. And then the Midnight Mission just swallows up Zodiac. It's like, fuck yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh, but then there's a little twist at the end. Uh, Black Spectre turns out there are two of them, and one person that Mark thought died, uh, Plesco, he was in one of the other issues. We thought he got um assassinated by Spectre's men, pulls off his mask, and it's Plesco. So he uh planted a double somewhere or something, I don't know. It was the last page, so I bet we'll get an explanation next. But I think next issue is like the death of Moon Knight. And also Plesco puts like eight bullets in him at the end of this. So, damn. yeah, I don't know, man. This one was really cool. I'm going to give it a nine. And it's right up there with Green Arrow for pick of the week for me. Right on, buddy. So, like, the coffin is coming back really, really bad. So right as I'm about to talk, this is perfect. But... Uh... Yeah, so Snarlagon, I decided to, I, I got this a while back, I haven't read it, but I was like, I'll read it now. And this is all by Andrew McLean. And hold on one sec. Oh, man, I should have started off and let Jake take over after I talked about Snarlagon. But yeah, the art in this is really great. I love that. Yeah. And the the story itself is very much... It's less Godzilla and more 50s monster movie. <laughs> I'm dying here, fighting for my life, but it's still really good. Like, 
like I said, you're you're getting the, you're paying for this art. Oh, dude, I love it's Star- so good. I love Starlagon's design. The the little monster guys' designs are more like scrubbing bubbles baddies. You know, like that's what's more than. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, who's the ladybug guy? But the scrubbing bubbles is definitely way more accurate. Yeah, and so that's fun. But the story itself is just kind of a fun, good old time. And if you like McLean's art, you'd really enjoy this. I'm dying. But um, yeah, so this was 10 bucks. You get like a kind of thicker book stock. The I don't really like how it's like this, though. Like it's not going to be able to be stored very well. So was, it's is it like, like a, a magazine? Pretty much. It's kind of like a script. Like that's how I how it feels. And I think that's what he was going for. But yeah, it's like a it's a really quick read. It's enjoyable. I'm sorry, man. I should have let you go first. I know. I didn't know it was gonna be like this. I was doing so good. I still have my damn Vicks Vapo cool in there, and it's just like your time's up. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go seven and a half. I enjoyed it, but I pay. You know, like I said, ten bucks. It doesn't feel like it's a ten dollar book. I didn't get a lot of story there. You're really just getting Andrew McLean's art. And I'm not as big a fan of the you know the 1950s Americanized monster movies as I am just the Godzilla, Gamera, that type of stuff. So the you know it wasn't as much for me, even though there was a lot of like allusions to Gamera. It still just wasn't as much. I didn't love it as much as I wanted to. I got you. I'm hoping that even though it was a Kickstarter thing, it does become available at some point, or I'll see him at a con and pick it up then. Yeah. But he needs to come back for? to C2, man, because he, he wasn't there last year. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for... Uh, I'll go Sonic. Then... There's a Red Sonya one shot coming out. Probably that one. And then I'm going to say the Hellboy Winter Special Yule Cat. Because that, oh, okay. that looked pretty fun. Uh, I'm going to say... Alpha Flight, the Nasty, and I guess I just got to go with um, Shazam. I, I forgot to put Transformers on my list, I just noticed. Well, I've already mailed your shit, man. Well, damn. Sorry, bud. Shoot me a text tomorrow so yeah. I will pull one because I've been selling out of that. Oh, cool. I thought for sure you were going to say Batman Santa Claus. Nope. Sorry. But we had our Spotify wrap this week and, you know, we learned a lot of things about ourselves that Jake doesn't listen to, you know, our podcast as much as he listens to testing room and that I listen to way too much Weezer, but (laughs) but it's not fair. It's not fair to say I don't listen to this podcast. All right. I I say just not as much. I said you listen to it. That's your number two. But it should be your number one. If post-production counted, Casey, I'd be up there. Okay, buddy. But um, give me four creators who would be like just comic book creators that would be on your Spotify rap for the year. And like just just what you would assume. Because like you knew for a fact that, you know, I don't know, like Hot Mulligan was going to be on your Spotify rap because you listen to all the time. Like I knew Weezer was going to be on mine. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Man, I feel like I feel like 
Williamson's probably up there, right? Like we yeah, pretty much on. read everything. Yeah. He does. Um, even though, I mean, again, it would be higher on your list. He would be higher on your list. than I mine. don't know, man. Cause for this year, like it'd probably be similar because you read Green Arrow. I don't read Green Arrow, but I read Dark Ride. Dark Ride, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Not... You're right. Um, probably, probably Torin Gronbeck because I was reading her Thor, and then I switched and read all of her Red Sonia as well. Okay. Um trying to think if there's anybody here that i'm missing oh jed mckay right i mean oh, strange yeah. and moon knight um and i didn't continue with avengers but i read the first couple and then gosh who's one more is there is there one that i'm just like yeah there's one missing? that you're not thinking of yeah who is it bill kenny johnson yeah okay bill kenny johnson for sure yeah yeah mine's i got josh williamson Michael Rosenberg, Mark Wade, and Philip Kenny Johnson. Yeah. 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 Um, like Rosenberg, Rosenberg did a bunch this year, if I remember right. And then Mark Wade's doing three books that I'm reading. And then Philip Kenny Johnson just seems to be like, you know, hitting out bangers constantly. So, yeah. Which of, which of those do you think would be your number one? My guess would be my gut saying Williamson, but I almost had Zadarsky on there too. But like since I stopped reading Batman, I was like, well, I guess he's not on there anymore. But yeah, I, I think mine would probably be Jed. Yeah, I think I I think he's just put out more b- books than, than yeah. Williamson has. So, all right, guys. Well, I believe that brings us to the end of the episode. So we'll do our closing plugs, uh, if you would. Head on over to facebook.com slash two worlds podcast and give the page a like. Uh, you can also listen to or listen to us. Jeez, listen to me. I don't even know what I'm saying. You can listen to us over on YouTube, right? We have a YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, you can uh, also watch me as I turn, try to turn my mic off and I cough. Yeah. You can watch that, but like mute it. You can. You can. That's two worlds podcast on YouTube, but you can also follow us on Twitter or X at two underscore worlds underscore PC. And follow us on Instagram at Two Worlds Pod. Also, guys, uh, a couple days ago, we released our latest anime boys. We watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the first six episodes. So if you want to hear us talk about JoJo and whether or not we liked it, that, uh, that's available wherever you listen to us normally. Yeah. And leave us a comment down below. Let us know, you know, how much you love this podcast. And what's a good way to get rid of a a bad cough because I'm getting fucking tired of it, guys. <laughs> All right, guys, we'd love to stay in chat, but we have to line up and run toward our enemy with infinity gauntlets and pink in our hair. We'll see you next time. Ooh, Bye. Jake, really quick. When we go see the movie, will you dye your hair pink and will I put on like, well, can I just like get like a fucking bumblebee toy and like put my hand (laughs) through it. Sure. Why not? Why not? Bye guys. Bye.